Good morning, evening, afternoon, everyone. I am Tanner, here with the Strider to my Watcher, oh, Jay Winkler. okay. And that is a reference to the sole topic for today's episode. We might split it up, or we probably will split it up into spoiler-free and spoilery. But and it's not even going to be spoiler, like, heavy. It's yeah, just yeah, going to be spoilery. Because we'll get where spoiler-ish. we are in the game. Yeah. Uh, I'm at, like, 10 hours. You're at 15-ish, you Roughly. said? Uh, he's level 20. I'm level 17, so... We're fairly close. There are apparently a couple things that he's done and I haven't. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to talk all about Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I guess we're just going to get right into it. Yeah, without spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. First impressions. It's really, really, really good, and it's inarguable how good it is. Yes. It's so well made. Agreed. That it's like, you can't... I haven't seen anyone make an argument for that it's not good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's true. so... <laughs> It's just, everything's, I think... My, it's refined. Yeah. And everything is there for a reason, even if we're not entirely sure what some of the reasons are right. yet. Yeah. Like, there are definitely, uh, you know, gameplay elements and story elements that are, you know, given minor explanations or now mm. that are set up for bigger explanations down the line. Yeah. And I like how many... I guess we're going to talk about story first. I like how many uh, different subplots are going on yeah and that we might get the answers to multiple Mm -hmm. things because there's like the first thing which is like i guess this isn't really a spoiler like i'm just gonna say like aloy's backstory right that that's one that's one question mark uh there's another there are like two question marks that come from that Mm -hmm. and then there's another question mark once you get about once you get past the per the first like once you get to like the first open world part of the game Right. Like, the, the event that leads to that causes another question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think there are a bunch of cool little threads of story uh, that have at least been started and, and keep going through. Um, I will say this, the game is more detailed than I expected, which is weird, because it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, that's sort of what it's what open world RPGs are known for. But, I mean, the, the, the amount of detail in all the environments I've seen so far, like... Uh, the the old world stuff yeah is very very detailed and specific which I really like um and you get more of that as you go through the game uh I'm trying to think of other story points I want to make are there any story related points you want to make um without spoiling yeah, it'd be hard. hard to do it without spoiling anything yeah because uh, up to this point it is kind of it's it's a character based game you know yeah, like, yeah 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 you you're learning a lot about the you know stories of these specific characters mm-hmm. um, one thing I'll say, not really, not pertaining to the story, which is kind of taking it off of, because you mentioned the RPG portion of the game. Yes. This, okay, it is an RPG. Yeah, yeah. That is that is true. Yeah. But it's maybe the most accessible RPG that I've ever played. Yeah. Like, it's not, maybe, got, yeah. it's not insanely deep, you know, diving down skill trees and yeah. everything. You've got your basic stuff. Yeah, there are probably, there's three... There's three categories that each have like two. So there's 36, I think. I think yeah. there's 12 in each yeah. column. And so there are 36 skills total you can unlock with your your skill points. Yeah, and then there's pretty basic um, loot gathering yeah, yeah. and Very trading basic, mechanics. Yeah. Uh, crafting's pretty simple, yep. but you can make it more complicated because there is a wide variety of you know weapons and ammo types that you can use. But yeah. I haven't even gone super far. I I stick with pretty much the basics. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not. It won't beat you over the head with how many, 
you know, the minutia of a typical like Western RPG, right. like a Skyrim yeah. or a Witcher. Yeah, it's not, not a Witcher. And it's that's refreshing. Yes. It feels it's somewhere between a Ubisoft yeah. open world collectathon and you know, a deep Western RPG, which I appreciate. Yeah, that's I mean, that's basically the butter zone if I yeah. like because the the Far Cry games, uh, which are what the what I have probably the most experience with, because or I'm well, Ubisoft games in general, I guess. Um, and I know you mentioned Tomb Raider and Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, as far as gameplay goes, Shadow of Mordor I think is its most direct parallel. Okay, you know, because it's somewhat R- this has even more RPG elements I think than Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, uh, and it's bigger. Right. Um, but like those games can kind of get too repetitive. Yeah, I agree. and then. The Skyrim Witcher games can get, Witcher especially, I think Skyrim's a, a good, a good meatiness without being overwhelming, but Witcher got overwhelming. So I like the do as much as you want mm-hmm. category that Horizon comfortably sits in. Uh, I really like that from what, from what I can tell, at least with my 15 or, or 10 hours, sorry, with, of the game, uh, it seems like the side quests are there if you want them, and if you don't want them, you can just keep yeah. going through. Because I know, like, uh, it's one of the the early like settlements, mothers something. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. They're uh, all kind of named like that. Yeah. That there's like three or four like green exclamation points, which are your side quest yeah. starters, basically. And I got all of them, but the first time I went through, I didn't even see them, and I, I went through, and I was like, oh, I probably could have just ignored all that. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that. Because sometimes side quests will lead into main quests and stuff, and like it's like, oh, you have to do this, but you can do this, and it'll help. I like that some of the side quests are just like completely optional, yeah. um, which makes me like them more because they're contained in their own little storyline. Yeah. Um, I guess we can talk about gameplay now. Uh, the gameplay is really, really good. It is good. I really enjoy it. I think uh, it's it's got a lot of room for maneuverability, mm-hmm. and I think the where it shines most is like. Each um, confrontation, I guess, is the best way of saying it, has a different approach for me. And especially when you get different uh, permutations of the... What do they call them in the game? Just the the, the machines? The machines. Yeah. Yeah, That's what they are. I was wondering if there was a more specific name. Um, So, like, this isn't too spoilery. If you get, you know, two Watchers and a Strider, I'm trying to do early game enemies, you're going to approach that differently than if you had, like five watchers Mm -hmm. or a watcher and 10 striders like the way that or at least for me the way that i approach things of course there's a general i want to either do this or this approach to it there's basically stealth or well you i guess you could split them into three like stealth just guns blazing basically even though there are no guns um and uh like prepared for the guns blazing so like you could go set up trip wires and, yeah. and stuff like that. So there there are a bunch of different approaches to the game and I one thing I really like about it is that if you put time into the side quests or into like just messing around with it it's really re- rewarding. Mm-hmm. So have you done the uh the Hunter's Lodge stuff? I haven't done that's really the only side part that I haven't touched much is the Hunter's Lodge. Okay, so I did the the first one, the Nora one. Um and there are three things in it. There is uh so these, there's these enemies called grazers, which are basically deer, um, and they have these pods on the back that is is their weak point, basically. So one of them is like, shoot 10 pods off a grazer right. in a certain amount of times. Yeah. And they're like, hard. Yeah. Or at least that one was. The other two are pretty simple. Um, so there's one like that, and then there's one like, shoot, basically trigger the enemies to move one way, 
and shoot uh, the log environmental hazards. Mm-hmm. Have you even used these? No. See, that's that's one thing I was going to say. Like, it was smart. And it teaches you that these things ex- exist without you even really noticing. Yeah. So one of the trials is like, kill so many enemies with the uh, falling logs. So you can shoot just like a bundle of logs and it'll and <laughs> collapse and it'll kill. Uh, and then the other one was, uh, I believe it's with the, the tripwire thing. The rope caster? Is that yeah, what it's called? Yeah, it's a rope caster. Or is it the... There's a there's another caster. The trip caster. The is trip like caster that. is the tripwire. Sorry, yeah. the rope the rope caster is the one where you like mm-hmm. tether them down. Which I haven't even I own and I haven't used it yet. Oh really? Yeah, you, I like wait, which one? The rope. You haven't used the rope at nope. all. I I just bought it like a level or two ago and I was just like, huh? Wow, that's cool. Because I hadn't even just I just hadn't thought about it. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we'll get into that when the spoiler thing comes because yeah. I have a question about how you approach that then. Um, but the the first one. I figured out you can't just, like, do it. Because, mm-hmm. like, when he described... So, there are three ranks you can get from the Hunting Lodge. There's, like, Half Sun, Full Sun, Blazing Sun. And it's just, like, bronze, silver, gold. Yeah. Um, and so, like, shoot the ten pods off the thing. If you do it in under 20 minutes, you get the bronze. If you do it in under two minutes, you get the silver. If you do it in under a minute and a half, you get the gold. Interesting. Yeah, so, like, the you're going to get the bronze. Like, yeah. unless you just die, basically. Yeah. Um, or leave the area. So, I kept trying, kept trying, and I was getting like two and a half minutes, mm-hmm. three minutes, two and a half minutes. And I figured out that I could, because the little deer guys only take one rope to like tether down. So, I could just go through and tether like five of them, and then just shoot off all the things, and I got the gold. Huh. So, that was like an interesting, oh, okay, so if I want to kill a bunch of these in a in one period, that's a cool way of teaching it. Um, yeah, I'm really curious as to how you approach that. Do you, what, what weapon, what is your loadout right now? Basically, I have. Or is this spoilery? No, it's just. No, nah, it's just tools. I have the classic I'm bow. Sure you can see. Yeah. And I pretty much only use your standard arrows and fire arrows, pretty much exclusively. So you have. You haven't bought a bow. Do you have the? Bow. Do you have, have the, the default bow? The the uh, the. Uh, is it the Karja? I think so. Yeah, I think it's the Karja. Yeah. The Karja. I, think, I bought. I bought actually. I bought another bow. I bought a really nice bow. Okay. But. I won't use it until there's a skill because you can modify your weapons. Yes. But you can't take modifications off of your weapons without a certain skill. Yeah. So I'm going to unlock that skill and take the nice modifications off and put them on my new bow. So I'm going to wait until I do that. So until then, I'm going to use my standard bow. Okay. So you have your bow? Yeah. You have four weapon slots that you can have. Yeah, which I only have three of them filled. Really? Yeah. I have the bow, the trip caster, and the rope caster, which I haven't even used. Wow. So I've so you pretty just much only used bow and trip, trip and caster. Bow. Yeah. Interesting. See, my loadout is uh, the... So there are two, I think maybe even three types of bows. Yeah. There's the hunter bow, which is like the normal one. The sharpshooter bow, and there's another one. I don't know what it does. But the hunter bow is just like, you can have normal arrows and fire arrows. Well, I bought the shadow yeah. hunter bow, which is normal arrows, fire arrows, and then precision arrows i think mm. is the other one uh and then i bought the sharpshooter bow which is precision arrows and tear arrows you know yeah. what these do mm-hmm. those are cool um basically it, i love reading like how they work yeah because the, the cool part about this the, the world really is that everything has a reason yeah which is really cool um so like these are little arrows that shoot tremendous bursts of air so they don't damage anything but they can knock like a panel off of a, yeah. of, a of an enemy uh can which can weaken them of course so i have those two bows 
I have the rope caster and the trip caster. I did have the sling for a little while, but I never used it. Yeah. Um, now, what outfit do you wear? I bought. It's a stealth outfit. Um, yeah, that's what it's I a nice like. Was it the purple outfit. one? No, the, the purple option one. That's the one. It I has have. like a cool like like tiara made out of like a metal piece on the front. I'd have to show it. To no, you. I it's meant. A, I meant. Um, sorry, the, the outfit itself is not purple. On the shop, what color oh, was it? Pretty sure it's purple. Yeah. Okay, so it's probably the same one. Is it like a net? Does it look like a blue and green net? No, it's very. I mean, it's very Nora. It looks as if like. Oh, interesting. Uh, so there might be other rare ones. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, mine's the I got the stealth outfit too, and then I put a stealth modifier on it, so yeah. I'm like really stealthy. Because uh, I think that's the most handy of all of them. Because mm. uh, there's, I guess to break it down, there's like the stealth focused ones. Because there are I think five categories that I've seen right now um, of outfits, and they all come as one outfit. It's not like you're getting a chest piece and a and a helmet yeah. or anything like that. It's all one thing. Um, and so there's stealth. There's uh, survivor, which I think like. Helps out your health, maybe? maybe. There's uh like the all around one, which just gives you little buffs to a lot of things. Um, there's the aggressive one, which helps your damage, and then there's one other one that I can't remember. But um, oh, the one that like it's uh it's like sick eater. Yeah, it stops from the corruption. corruption. There's yeah. also like anti freeze ones. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. seen those then. I think um, the further north you get. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of custom customizability, of course, but I think everybody's going to approach it somewhat similarly. Um, I think the stealth one had the most benefits. Yeah. So I guess we should get back to the the, the review angle of it. Um, I I really think the shining star of the Caribbean of this of this game is uh, the environment mm-hmm. and the the environmental storytelling so far. There's a. Well, I'll get more into that in the spoiler yeah. section. Um, That's a good thing for the spoiler part of it. But basically. I think the like I said the reasons of everything are really like justified. Uh, I want to know more about a lot of things, which is the best the best thing I can say about this game. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say pre spoilers? Just that it it wasn't until last night that it really. I'm not going to say I didn't want to play it, but it really got it its hooks in me last mm. night. You yeah. Know? Okay. Yeah. Like it really once you get got out in the world. And were really had lots of things you could do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then you had the option to keep digging at the main stuff. That's yeah. when I was like, okay. About what hour mark was that, do you think? 10, 11. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that hit me at some point, either last night or or maybe this morning, early this morning, because uh, that's when I played it most mm-hmm. recently. Um, I think it was while I was streaming, though, that it really just all clicked. Of like, God, there's so much to do. Yeah. Because... Uh, have you checked your progression at all? You can check those in, Not the, really. in, your, in your quest thing. I think I'm like 16% of the way through, and that's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I love that that's where I'm at right now. Um, and I love, too, that... I guess I just haven't played, like, a new open-world RPG in a while. But, like, I love that there are things on the quest that are, like, just a little bit too high level right now. Yeah. And I'm just going to work to that. And then I realize, oh, I can do this now. Um, that's another thing I want to compliment before we get in the, in the spoiler territory, is that the menuing is, like, perfect. Yeah. There's very little I get lost in the menu. Uh, the only thing that I do constantly, so it's like, I think it goes skills, inventory, map, crafting, quests, stats, I think. Um, something like that. I might have a couple of them flip. But anyway, you can press L1 and R1 to tab through those. But then they, each of these menus also have like their subsections. Mm. So like if you go to inventory, you can click weapons and it'll show your weapons. 
Well, sometimes to get back to the little subheading, I'll hit L and R one and jump the page entirely. Yeah. That's the only thing I do on accident, and I'm sure I'll get used to that. But like, I love that when you go to a merchant, it tells you exactly what each resource is for. Yeah, like you, it yeah, tells yeah, you yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. only for trading, only for selling, basically. Because yeah. there are some things that are that you like, you can find in the world, or you can take off of uh, of enemies that are basically only good for. Trading in for to to make a component or for selling, yeah. And then there are other things that are good for crafting and selling. Uh, and so that's that's really really nice. I love that that's in there. Mm-hmm. I love that the level things are under the quests. I love the way the quests are divided. Like there are main quests, yeah. That's side super quests, interesting. And, and then errands. errands. I was like, what an odd way to classify this. But they are they're smaller than a yeah. side quest. I would I would say that like errands are just like one thing, and then side quests can lead to a couple different yeah. things, which is really cool. And then there's also um, a whole different subset for hunting grounds and tutorials. Yeah. Yeah, all of like the special, like specific missions that are outside of other missions. Yeah. Have you, have you done any of the tutorials? No. Apparently I was reading it when I was streaming and I forgot about doing them this morning, but the tutorial for the rope caster is just like tie three enemies down with a rope caster. So I think you can start it, go out to the wild, do it and then get experience. Yeah. So that seems like a really quick way to just mm-hmm. get some XP. Um, the hunting grounds are freaking awesome for XP. Mm. Uh, but so like each rank is like 25,000 XP. So if you get the gold sun on like your first try, you get 75,000 XP. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can move into spoiler territory. I think that's a a pretty good, have we missed anything to talk about? And anything, I mean, it'll come back around. I I don't think, I mean, the gist of it is that it's really good. Yeah. And I I don't think Uh, that I will say this. I don't think we're going to get any, anything too spoiler because of the depth we're into the game. Um, I think what we're going to do is address the questions that we want answered. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then maybe next week we'll we'll be able to have answered these. Yeah. Uh, we'll I guess we won't have a podcast next week because yeah. we'll be gone. But we'll come back the week soon after. enough. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have one more question. If you had to give it a score, which I'm not huge on scores, but if you had to I give like it a scores. score out of 10 or 100, I guess, whatever yeah. you want to call it, what would you give it? I would give it right now a 9. Okay. With room to go up if the story hits the right points. Yeah, I think that's fair. The story is the wild card at this point. It, right. it does pretty much everything else card, about as well as it could do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Everything else is set there for if the story gets really interesting, then it could move up. I yeah. agree. Like, there's nothing, and this is maybe the best compliment you can give any game. There are no inherent flaws that I've found. Yeah, no glaring flaws. Right. At least with how the game plays and how it, how it moves and all that kind of stuff. So... Uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're into spoiler territory now. We can talk freely. Um, we haven't really talked about the game much no, outside of haven't. a couple texts, so we'll get to get into the conversation there. You have anything you want to lead with? Where is this? Where is it? We're in the U.S. Are we? I think so. I think we are. I think so, but too. I can't tell where. Yeah, the geography doesn't lend itself to any <laughs> specific place. Maybe like I keep thinking like Pacific Northwest. I was thinking like Southwest. Oh, because of the desert well, area? the desert. I was thinking it's like, Remember, like, like the Sierra Nevada mountains or yeah. something. I was like, and the only thing that really indicated to me that this was in America, uh, you know, the, you can go around and you find the little, um, like, ancient text logs. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they're just laying yeah, in yeah, random yeah. places. Yeah. And you I found one of those, and it was like, um, for this thing called Robar. And it's this business of like robotic bar. Oh, nice. From, like, so it's like these automated yeah. bars. 
it was like, Robar is coming to, you know, a town near you. And it listed off, you know, we've got these locations here, 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 here. And then it's like, and we're coming to, and it's like corrupted ah. soon. So it's, they're obviously like not, I can't tell yeah, if it's yeah. going to be some kind of payoff. Yeah. Or if they're just going to say, gonna like, you know, I mean, I f- it feels like they're trying to build it up to be some sort of, yeah. oh, this is where you are. I found, um, have you found any of the ancient ruin things, like the purple ones that are like yeah. collectibles? Mm-hmm. I've only found one and it was at the place where you kill the bellow back bell back yeah. the big the big thing after yeah. you blow up the uh the napalm stuff have you done this mission napalm stuff i don't know i can't remember if this is a main mission i think it's like an optional main mission hmm. like there's i feel there's, like i've done all of these it's so you team up with oh is the war where, chief is this where you go to the ring yes yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. then yes. yeah 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 the ring of metal which yeah, is just a a stadium of yeah kind. yeah it's so cool uh I get it's not napalm. What do they call in the game? Uh, Blaze. Blaze. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's basically what it is. Yeah. And so you shoot a big hut, and everything goes. Yeah. Up in flames. But uh, when you're there, there was a mug. Yes. For fi- drone hop. Oh, I found a different mug. Oh, really? I think I found a mug with the name Miriam on it. Oh, interesting. And it's a vessel, which they call it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's an cool. ancient vessel. Uh. So yeah, it says drone hop on it. Which is like, of course, like a drone thing. And it was reading about, of course, the data on mm. it corrupts too. Um, and then I love, there was some audio log I found. And everybody seems to, at least in in the past from what I've found of the the small amount of collectibles I've found so far, uh, everybody seems to have an American accent. Everybody absolutely has an American accent. Yeah. Now, not in the real world, though. Not now, I don't think. I think everybody now has an There's American some accent. slight European hints to some things. There's there was one guy uh, in Mother's Watch or whichever one whatever it was, the Mother's something yeah the hell the side quest, um, who sounded like French Canadian oh and so it was really fun I was like I couldn't tell if he was French Canadian or like Swedish because he had a very like interesting way of saying yeah. some words uh but yeah I mean for the most part everybody sounds American I, I th- we got to be either in the U S or canada i think I we're in north I will america i'll be mildly annoyed if we're not in north america just because everyone has these yeah, yeah, standard yeah. Yeah, accents. That, would be, that would be very strange yeah but i mean even that, like all these indicators they they read american like yeah. they read as if in america they're culturally american yes you know that's the vibe you get from there's the there's the one area right before you get to the ring i think uh that has like all the street posts and stuff yeah and I was just looking at those, and I was trying to discern which side the cars were on, mm. like which side they were driving on, but of course they were just scattered here and yeah. there. But I will say that the cars didn't, everything else seems to lend itself to, I guess this is the next question we can address. What time period are we in? Now. In the game, yeah. It, and what time period did civilization end? Well, the the only like explicit years that I've seen was... Um, so I haven't seen any. The there was a text log thing hmm. that had to, that was talking about like the twenty sixties. Oh, okay. And that was like, but it didn't. It wasn't indicating that that's when things were going like haywire. But right. that was when it was like, um, it was like people were starting to confront all this new technology. I don't remember the exact yeah, yeah. Of it, but that's when it seems like that was the starting off point. Yeah, but that it could have been hundreds of years right. later yeah, yeah, that yeah, things really went haywire. Um. I think part of the reveal is it's going to be more recent than we expected. Yeah. Like 2200 or something I don't know as opposed how, to like 3000. It it would take a very creative explanation on their part. Yeah, that's true. Which is possible, but it, I feel like it has to be I have to, I feel like we have to be at the year like 3000 or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like we're 
in the 2000s still. I think that's that's kind of the point because the technology, which I know that it's hard to craft technology that would be vastly that would vastly outrank the tech we have now. But all the tech that I've seen in like the the text logs and the and the artifacts and stuff doesn't seem that too far in the future from now. Like so like drone hop, that could totally just be a company right now. Yeah. Like Robobar could be a company mm-hmm. in a couple years. Like none of the things that I've seen, even like the, the focus thing that you use, isn't that crazy. Yeah. Um, from like augmented reality that we're having now. So like I think that's a subtle hint as to where we are because none of the technology reached too far past the point. Like yeah. the cars still look basically like cars and you know, you can't tell if they're self driving or not because mm-hmm. they're just shells of cars, but um I think that's the only clue that I've seen. Now, what do we think All Mother is? Oh, All Mother is nothing. All Mother is just that door. No, I know, but, like, I'm sorry, what do you think is behind that door? Okay. I have no idea. Because I really, I'm starting to think that it's a civilization. I think that's all that it maybe could be. Like a group of people. Yeah. Like, these people, for whatever reason, and this is the only thing we really talked talked about uh, outside of this, um... For whatever reason, I think these people either fled from maybe a, a nuke or something. I don't, you know, you never know. Um, whatever caused the calamitous event that led to where we are now, I think these group group of people either knew about it or were just reactionary mm-hmm. and got behind this barricade, basically, because it, it almost looks like the door looks like to a a futuristic like fallout shelter. Yeah, like it's so like just oh yeah, well guarded and there's a and it was inside of a mountain. Yeah, exactly. So- so, I really wonder though what those people look like yeah. and where they're getting where they're getting their resources if they're still alive, uh-huh. and if they're still alive, but then cast out Aloy that that asks some that begs a lot questions. of questions. Um, because if they <laughs> we have to think about this, I'm going to break it down. So, yeah. let's say just for hypothetical reasoning, the calamitous event happens at 2100. Okay. All right. This is just the hypothetical. So it would take at least, because this was your point, I think it was a great point. It would take at least a couple generations for people to not remember. And start to forget. Right. For people to not remember and form their own religion and yeah. kind of reset. I would say it takes like four or five hundred years just for that. Yeah. Well, here, just to jet a little bit off of that point. Yeah. When you're young, Aloy, and you fall yeah. down into the that bunker. Mm-hmm. Those people are Christians, a lot of them, because the yeah, one yeah. is like singing a hymn, yeah. and you know they're referencing Bible verses. So right. it's like, it's like, where did the remnants of that? Where are they? Yeah, like did all the people who were the remnants of that culture flee somewhere? Mm. You know, maybe yeah. that. I mean, that might be the best idea of what is behind that door at this point is what Aloy fell into. It's mm. one of those. That's a great. Point. You know, yeah, that just, might be the best indicator that we have so far. That's a good point. Um, but so. Yeah, my, my time estimate might actually be off. But anyway, uh, 3,000 almost sounds better with this line of thinking. Yeah. Of course, we don't really know what's going on. No. So, 2100's Calamitous event, let's say 400 years it takes for people to forget about what happened. All right. So, then we're at 2,500. So, either we're so far along in the future technology that people are immortal, or they had to have created a culture and people have had generations behind the wall, too. Mm. But then that asks the interesting question of why did they cast Aloy out? Yeah. Like, you would think, okay, if they're immortal, that at least 
lends a hand to, well, we can't have any more kids. We can't support them. Yeah. We've reached our maximum capacity. And I guess that would kind of work for having kids, too. But then that that leads the question of, are they just going to, like, die off? Yeah. And here's where I think your theory of, you know, they've reached the population maximum, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But then why... it it then it's not why did they cast a child out? It's why did they cast Aloy out? Because mm-hmm. these cultists are hunting her. Yes. Why are they specifically hunting her and her mo- mother? Apparently. Well, here's here's the thing. I think from that, I think that Olin, the merchant, yes. I think he was either. Do you know more about Olin than I do? Probably. Yes. Okay. So don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Don't react to this. I just won't look at you. So I think Olin is either. The reason they attacked Aloy or, like, either purposefully or unintentionally. Because you get that focus and it shows, like, Aloy and her mother, right? Mm-hmm. So, what if the reason for the, the reason the focus connects these two, like, right? draws the parallel. What if one of these other raiders, because you get the, uh, the focus off the one raider when he tries, when he kills, uh, what was the guy's, your dad's name? Basically, not your actual dad, but... Oh, Ross? Ross, yeah. So when he kills Ross, remember, he drops one. He drops a focus. That guy. What? He does? Yeah. And then oh, yeah. you get it with your stuff. When yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. To the mountain. And that's when you see the message. So I wonder if somehow the reason they are coming after Aloy is because the focus has just picked up that a person inside the tech has someone outside of it. So I don't know. I don't even know if it's like if it's her specifically. You think it's just because she has a focus? Maybe, but I think that the tech has drawn the parallel. Yeah, and then these guys are targeting them because they think it's like a message from the gods. Mm. I don't know if anyone has directly said kill Aloy. I think they're reading into the tech, and it's like, oh, this, you yeah, because they they see all tech as religion almost. Mm-hmm. So like, what if they're just reading into this as like, oh, it's showing me this face. We need to sacrifice her because mm-hmm. it says like corrupt or whatever. Yeah. So, maybe there's someone's intention to just corrupt her from the system, from the inside, and that in, has somehow led down the pipeline to yeah. kill her. Hmm. Um, but I know that's reading incredibly into it. Uh, the, th- the question I was going to ask you, uh, to kind of switch gears a little bit. Okay. How did you take down the bellow back then? I just, I laid into him with fire arrows. Uh and that's it? You just... I mean, pretty much. I mean... You just roll and fire? Because he has that you... huge sack yeah, that does. you can shoot at. <laughs> that's right. He does. <laughs> no, he does. He has a huge glandular fire sack. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, he was moderately difficult to take down. Uh, yeah. And as far as... He was. He was hard. As far as big machines that I've encountered, he's... I think the fire bellowbacks are one of the more difficult ones. Yeah, I agree. Um, Corruptors are much easier. I, I mean, corruptors aren't... I think actually corruptors. I think is probably harder for me. Really, if you get the right vantage point on a corruptor, it's over. Yeah. Well, that's it's that way with. Well, a lot. I was using those tear arrows though, and you don't use. I those. mean, tell me some of the uh, once now that you've crossed beyond the sacred land. Yes. What new machines have you encountered since then? Okay, so I've encountered the uh, I don't remember some of the names, so you'll have to help me. Yeah. Uh, the small bird guys. The glint hawks. Yes. Glint hawks are cool. I like They are hawks. cool. And they like attack the machines after you. They're almost like vultures. Yeah. Uh, the. Not the chargers, but the other ram like things. Other ram. Uh, tramplers? Is that what they're called? There are tramplers. Yeah, yes. that's that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, and then sawtooths. 
which are like the or no no not sawtooth sorry uh the the alligators snap maws snap maws yeah, yeah. those things are cool they are cool uh, they're scary uh, they are weird uh and then i saw off in the distance when i first came in and i couldn't scan it because it was too far this huge ass bird thing oh yeah yeah, and yeah it looks yeah. like an airship yeah i saw <laughs> one of those bird. too i don't know what it is um I think that's it. I think it's all the new ones yeah. I've seen. I've seen a... The Snap Maw was the one I was thinking maybe you hadn't seen. Yeah. But then there is another one that I've encountered that I can tell you if you want me to. Yeah, tell me. It's like... It's like the giant personification of a ground-top Pokemon. Okay. And it, like, burrows is underground and, like... No. Comes, okay. It's just like a giant, like... I don't, even, I don't even... I saw... I was wandering in the desert. This is when, like, I went to get the one, the... Uh, Long or the tall neck that was mm-hmm. way out past yeah. Meridian, and I basically was just on my way out there, and I look over and see these just two giant like kind of lizardy things that are like <laughs> yeah. just start throwing like rocks like uh, rocks at me, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then go like burrowing underground. I'm just like I'm just gonna start running. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna fight these guys. <laughs> uh, but they were weak to ice, so I was like, they are just a giant ground top Pokemon. Yeah, they are. Interesting. So, uh what is your what is your least favorite enemy to fight? Um hmm, that's a good question. Thank you. I don't know. Because snap maws, I think, are actually pretty easy. See, I haven't I didn't fight one, I just kind of snuck through to get to that. Yeah. Uh with snap that scared maws, me. With snap maws, you can basically looking. just like just fire, 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 and mm-hmm. they'll catch on fire and that's enough. Yeah, that's pretty much enough. You do that like three times and they're dead. Hmm. Um, similar with um, like Sawtooths and Ravagers. Yeah. Uh, you can kill pretty much the same way. I don't know if I... A Ravager is just a super Sawtooth. Oh, okay. Basically. Gotcha. Like a corrupted one or... No, it's just like... It's got like a couple of new weapons. Mm. Uh, I think. Which is the one with the lasers? The lasers. It like shoots lasers out of its mouth. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is that... It's not the Sawtooth. It's the... And, and wait a minute. I just had an epiphany. Yes. When you said small bird, are yes. you uh, you know it's Glint Hawk that you're talking about? It's the ones that have... I don't know how to describe it because I haven't seen any other Do they other fly? Birds. Yes. Okay. Have you encountered a long leg? No. They're like an ostrich. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're like a non... You can. They definitely... They look like a bird. Yeah. They're a lo- pretty large walking bird, but they don't fly. Um, they're kind of annoying. Mm. Uh, I've, ha- I've I encountered a couple of those in a cauldron. Which, Interesting. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, before I forget, the way I took the bellow back down. Okay. To come way back, I use my rope caster. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, if you're not using the trip caster with the blast ammo, have you used this? No. I've been solely shocked. Okay. Go to the hunting grounds. Okay. The Nora one, the easy one. Start whichever one. It's like the trip caster mm-hmm. thing, and then you can go buy the ammo from his but like merchant buddy that's there. Awesome. Yeah. They are actually just like explosive tripwires. That's cool. And you can set up like six of them and it's just like. Pff, 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 yeah. Pff. It's great. I took down. Um, did you do the side thing where the two buddies were up like in the thing? In the. Sorry, I'm just saying thing a lot. Uh, so you talk to the guy. I think it's the French Canadian guy I was talking about. Uh, and his buddies are like stranded. Is this where the two sawtooths yes. are? Yes. I took one of them out just by setting a bunch of these up, shooting it once, it came through, and it just died. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, so I I did that to the Bellaback at first. But, of course, when you do that, there's all those people around, too. Mm-hmm. So I kind of picked them off. And then, the, the for some reason, I got, like, really close to, to death a couple times. Uh, I think I maybe even died once. 
but I u- I started using my rope caster. Yeah. And you use your rope caster a bunch of times and it will fall over. Yeah. And then you can critical hit it. And I've got my critical hit thing like ramped up. Oh, yeah. So I was just going through. That makes sense. And then rolling, rolling, rope cast, critical. Like I barely even shot it. I was just using the rope caster so much. Uh, a funny anecdote. I can't remember if it, I think it was while I was streaming. Yeah. I saw one of the geese. Yeah. And so it flew up and I was like, oh, I'm going to kill this because I needed a geese pelt for something or goose pelt for something. And I accidentally have my rope caster equipped. So it looked like I tried to scorpion it for Mortal Kombat because this rope just extends out in the air and then pulls back and misses. That was really funny. Um, I'd say my, my least favorite enemy so far is, is probably the Bellowback. Is that what yeah. they're called? Bellowbacks? Yeah, fire okay. Bellow. The ones that spit fire, I guess, is a, but it makes sense because there would be like ice Bellowbacks that just yeah. shoot different yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, but they're the Bellowbacks. Um, the birds are kind of annoying. But they're okay. They're not that... Glint Hawks, I think, are pretty easy. Yeah, they're you not... take th- them down the same way you can take down, like, a Snap Maw. You just shoot them with fire. Yeah. Um, I really like killing uh, Glazers, or Grazers, and uh, the other one that's similar to a Grazer. Strider? No. Lancehorn? Yes, thank you. Um, I need to learn their names. Uh, yeah, Lancehorns are fun. I like the ones that flee, because then you can, like, set them up to a way that you yeah. can, like, take advantage of them. That's what the, the hunting ground thing taught me. Um... So, ex- explain... I think I have an idea of what a cauldron is. Okay. I assume... And you can tell me... Yeah, tell me wrong. tell me what you think it is. From the description of the lady who was like, don't go into the cauldron. Remember, that's who gives you the quest, right? Yeah. Is it like a factory where they're being made? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> because I made the joke, I think this was all streaming too, um, that she was like, do you even know what a cauldron is? And I was like, no. And then while I was streaming, I was like, a uh, cauldron's a big pot. And she was like, a cauldron is where these things are. I was like, nope, that's not what a cauldron means. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so yeah, it's they're the equivalent of like tombs in Tomb Raider. Um, mm. That's kind of, that's a... Cool. I would describe them as a hybrid between like a Tomb Raider tomb and like a Destiny Strike. Oh, interesting. Because it culminates in like a boss, kind of. Nice. Um, like I went through... Oh, that's really cool. I went through, because I think there's that. only five of them-ish, mm. five or six of them. Yeah. I've done... Two of them. Okay. Um, and the first one, you go through, and it's kind of like you're doing, you're like, kind of puzzly, maneuvery kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And there are enemies at different sections of it. Um, and it culminates in, like, a room where inside, like, a dome of, like, lights, you know, like a light barrier kind of yeah. thing, you see, like, a certain type of enemy being, like, made. Oh, cool. And then you go... And it's usually like the ones I saw have all been patrolled by a couple of watchers. Of course. Take down the watchers. Watchers are freaking everywhere. Yeah. I'm kind of annoyed by the amount of watchers. Me too. <laughs> There's way too many. Um, it's fun though. I mean. So I kill the watchers. Climb up this tower thing. Um, what's the the thing? Uh, the, your override. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, override yeah. thing. You override these towers and it shuts down the, you know, cauldron. Yeah. And then the light barrier goes up and mm-hmm. you have to kill whatever the monster was in there and usually a few more like superfluous enemies will come in right. to help it. Yeah. Um and once you kill it, you then really override the cauldron because it like this thing comes up like the core of it. Mm-hmm. You override that and it gives you a whole new set of machines that you, you can, can now override. override. Okay, I wondered how that happened because every now and then she'll just be like like if you're sneaking to silent strike something yeah. and you can't override it yet, she's like if I could learn more about the backstory of these, yeah. Or however she yeah, says, yeah. So it, that's you know. every uh, however many cauldrons they open 
like five new machines for you to override. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did that one. The first one was a, a fire bellowback and like a bunch of watchers mm-hmm. was the boss. Yeah. And then the next one I did was like a snap maw and a ravager. Interesting. That one was kind of hard. Um, but really, they're not. Neither of them have been terribly difficult. Gotcha. And they are leveled, nice. similar to other missions. So yeah. they're not. You can know when you should go do them. Okay. I probably have one ready, or I do have one. Cause I'm you have, yeah. Like, I'm I mean, I did check. one very, right after I talked to that chick. I was like, I was like, I want to know what this is. Oh, okay. So I cool. went and did it. Um, one thing I I wanted to to point out is, and I, I said this briefly to you before we started recording, the variety of things you can do in that game is really good. Like sometimes you'll like, I'll, I'll use Far Cry for example. Like Far Cry, even though you might ascend a radio tower in one and clear out a camp in the other. You're approaching everything basically the same way. Yeah. Like, it's just however you play it. I really do approach these different uh, subsets of things differently. Mm-hmm. Like, bandit camps play... Com- or raider camps. Are they bandits or raiders? Bandits. bandits. They're bandits. I keep calling them raiders because fallout. Bandit camps, I play very stealthily and just trying not to even get alerted by anybody and then take out whatever the big enemy is. And then, like, I will play... Which I try to, I guess, start everything stealthily, but then it just goes, of course, something's going to detect you at some point. Yeah. Um, maybe, depending on how well you play it. But I feel like I end up in more rolling and shooting battles with the machines than I do with bandits. Mm-hmm. Bandits are pretty easy to kind of maneuver around. And once you get the whistle, oh man, yeah. it's done. Like yeah. You can just go hide in a bush, whistle, hide in a bush, whistle, like it's great. Um so yeah, I really like that. And then like the hunting grounds are completely different than any, either of those. Like I like the amount of variety. And then it sounds like those cauldrons are way different than anything else. They I are. So they're significantly different. I, I really I think that that they deserve a compliment on that. One thing from a story perspective that I also want to compliment them on is that although you're playing as a woman, there is like really no note of it, and I like that. Like she is respected as much as any of the men, but it's never like there have been a, there are a few just. Have you like never seen a normal woman? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. I, I remember that one, but like a little flirtatious. And then the guy who flirts with guys, you, yeah. but that's fine because you could do that for a guy too. Yeah. Like that's okay. But I like that by and large, like the the best example is in the proving, when it was like the favorites were her, the, other, the war chief's daughter, yeah. and uh, uh, the bossed. Yeah, his name, but the, the asshole. Yeah. yeah. Um. I like that they were the favorites, and to everybody they were favorites. It was never like, the only reason you were getting disadvantages is because you were an outcast, not because you were yeah. a woman, which was really nice. Um, something I, I thought about more in the early stages of the game, I wonder if we'll ever get to know why Bost was outcast. Because that's, or not Bost, sorry. Uh, Aloy? No, no, your dad. Rost. Rost. Wow. Your dad. Okay, yeah, I know, but I, that's the best way I can refer yeah. to him quickly. Um so yeah, I want to know you why ha- there has to be that has to because be they played so hard on it early on. Yeah, and then they just kind of left it because he well, died. it makes well Aloy's outcast because she doesn't have a mother, right? You know, yeah. Ross, she came from the mountain. Yeah, exactly. And they had her take. They had him be her caretaker because that's in the opening scene. Yeah. So I wonder how that relationship started. My guess is, I mean, a simple thing would be like Ross was the only one who was like, you can't just abandon this child mm, just so they outcast him because he was protecting because he her? was willing to take care of her maybe that's a good that's a good uh, theory but other than that i mean i feel like there is probably a deeper explanation yeah because they that was set up well uh but i mean i just want to know i want to know 
there's there's questions that you are about to learn. Yes. That you cool. Yeah. I like that there are more you you need to get seeds. you need to get to Meridian. Yeah. And Meridian. I mean, I'm on my way there now. That's when yeah, I stopped. To just to describe it in vague terms, it's really cool. Okay. Cool. Like it's. It's a I totally, get there it's just ice. Like, it's totally really a cool. different scale than anything you've oh, encountered in the game so okay, far. Cool. Yeah. It reminds me of like a hub world and like oh. some sort of other, like in Destiny, like you get to like your hub, mm-hmm. like the tower or whatever. That's kind of like what Meridian. Okay, so it's like a. Um, well, you didn't play Fallout Three, did you? I was gonna say it's like Megaton. It's like bigger. I mean, it's like the biggest town. Is it like what was the one in Four Diamond City? Diamond or, City, yeah. Yeah. Is it similar to something like that? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It really is cool. Um, yeah, that seems awesome. And I'm on my way there. I, I just did. I think when I stopped this morning is when the game came on. Um, I think I just done the long neck and was. Oh, I did the bandit camp right after that because it takes you through a bandit camp mm-hmm. to get there. So that's where I'm. I'm like 900 steps away from Meridian. So yeah, I'll I'll get there. Yeah, you're pretty close. Though. Like half an hour. Um, um, or maybe even quicker than that. I really. Do you have any complaints about the game? That's what I keep trying to think. I, I get what some people were saying. Uh, I think Colin's main complaint was like, how do they know some of these words? Which is interesting. I think that's a little too... I haven't noticed it yet. I've never no. been... They haven't said like selfie or anything like that. Like, I think it's pretty basic language. Um, I Honestly, I think the game is pretty well polished yeah. in that regard. Like, I don't have any huge complaints. I mean, just nitpicky little choices like, like you know, it's too many watchers, you know. Yeah, uh, but I think the reason those are there is just because it just keeps ramping it up. And I, I will say, I haven't had an enemy encounter duplicated yet. Mm-hmm. Like, every encounter, or at least set piece ones, of course, you'll come to like a like a Strider camp or a Watcher camp or whatever, Grazer camp. Those are... I saw it. Oh, shoot. Have you done... The, there's a side mission. Okay. Um, where you go to this uh, caravan that uh, had no explosive arrows because this guy, um, like, they check their cargo and they're supposed to be having a bunch of explosive arrows and they don't. Okay. So they're getting overrun by these machines. Have you done this? No, I don't think so. There is an enemy that I totally forgot about that's, uh, I can't remember what it's called. The gist of it is that it can turn invisible. Whoa. And it sucks. That, it's that, that sounds awful. Um. I don't remember what it is called. Yeah, because that game's all based about visibility. Yeah. And when you, you mark it, but then it turns invisible and the mark goes away. So you'd have to mark oh, it again. that sucks. Uh, yeah, it's really hard. Um, Can you, like, take out its cloaking yes. gland? Ah, okay. But it's I think it's one of the ones that's it's very hard. Oh, the underbelly ones? Yeah. Those suck. I think what it... Oh, I remember how it happened. I, I... It killed me the first time. Yeah. So then I go back and I try this again. And I damage it a little bit. I get it maybe a third of its health down. Mm-hmm. And it starts... I've got like super low health. Yeah. So I, just, I run and I hide. Yeah. So I'm just sitting in like some tall grass. Not even thinking. I'm like, okay. I don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere in this general vicinity. Yeah. Then I just kind of look... I just kind of hear something. And I turn around and at first I don't see anything. <laughs> but then I look closer and there is obviously a reflective oh, no. invisible figure sitting <laughs> right in front of me and i'm just like very nice oh oh my god <laughs> it's jason Moore. but then i immediately uh do the oh here's what i do i do the silent strike yes and then immediately i do the silent strike and then i put down a bomb trap i need to use my and then back on. off and it comes at me and the bomb kills it mm. and i was like 
Bam, that was awesome. <laughs> How do you use traps? Do you use them a lot? I like very rarely use them. But yeah, that one, I had just seen it. I was like, I was like, oh, I could just drop this right now. And when, I did. The only times I've used traps have been on accident. Yeah. Like, I was uh, at, at one of the, the camps. I was hiding in a bush and was trying to whistle. And I didn't realize that I'd, like, rebound. Because the, the up, like... Your up thing is always health, but then you can go left and right to bound what your yeah. bottom button is. I think that's really smooth, actually. Mm-hmm. I really like that little interface. Um, but I'm used to down being whistle. And I guess I had gone through and gotten a potion earlier and just, like, cycled through. And so I just placed, like, this this trap with a big light on it. And I was like, well, that sucks. I had to repurpose myself. I think the, the best thing that I've, I've encountered in the game... I'm trying to think of any, like, standout stories. Mm-hmm. I think the Bellowback was pretty fun. Um, oh, I was playing one night in here, and, and Mom was in here. And I encountered two Bellowbacks on my way to somewhere. And, like, I was way under-leveled to, yeah, try, yeah, to yeah. try to fight them. Uh, but, of course, you see them, like, all right, I'm try this. So I take a shot at one, and I was shooting it, and it was fine. I was, like, shooting, playing it long range, but I was doing, like, 16 damage. Like, nothing really. Yeah. I was like, okay, what am I, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? So I shot fire, fire I was, and I was doing a little better. Well, then it attacks me because I didn't realize I had a long range attack and it just shoots that fireball. I was like, oh God, okay. So then I can roll around and that's when I realized there are two of them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I've, I've damaged this one if I can just avoid the other one. And I didn't know they had two attacks because they've got like the fire bomb they can launch. And because I was so far away, it was only launching it every like 30 seconds. So it was fine. Like I could mm-hmm. just wait for it to come and then just roll out of the way. Well, when you're closer, it shoots those faster and it has the flamethrower yeah. one. So I went in and I was like, all right, maybe I can like critical strike. And I just got wrecked. And I was just like yelling the whole time. I was like, what do I do? Where do I go? Uh, that was really fun. I like the, and I, I refer to this in a lot in games, but I like the not quite there yet moments in the game. Like maybe you can get away with beating a, a, a monster once, mm. but you're like, eh, not quite. Like I'm not where I should be to kill that. Yeah. Um, there's all, there also seems to be like a lot more arrow types than I thought there were going to yeah. be. Like, I haven't even found a bow that shoots freeze arrows yet, mm-hmm. um, and I know those are coming, I assume. Uh, and then, like, I really like the tear stuff. I, I, I killed a corruptor. It's on the way to wherever you're going. It's like when you want them to open up the gates yes. so you can go you to the You get to that. Um, I, I don't know where that place... Well, enough that... Uh, I'll tell you this. When I saw that place, mm-hmm. um, did, that, did that not evoke, like, the Great Wall of China... Ish a little architecture. bit architecture yeah, yeah. that was like it put me off i was like what oh you thought it was actually the great wall of china no oh. i thought it was like that style of architecture which made oh, me think okay. i was like are we in why, china or why are yeah and some people look like of an asian ethnicity. they do yeah that's a definite you know thing trend yeah yeah but then aloy looks irish yeah and then they're like most of the nora look you know like european yeah and then they're like samoan looking people yeah so, like, yeah, I don't know where we are. definitely confluence of ethnicities. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was coming there, and so you, when you get there, it's like, you're supposed to just go there, but then something's gone awry. So you yeah. track it, and a corruptor's at their door, basically just trying to kill them. And you're on this path that is, like, above where the corruptor is. So I went even higher up the mountain that you could just walk up right there. And I used, this was the first time I used the tear arrows, which are the burst of air ones. And I just shot, like, right beside its two little capsules. Mm-hmm. And I did 150 damage in one shot because it popped off. I was like, oh, shit. So I just did that, like, two more times, yeah. and it was dead. Like, it was awesome. Um, 
And so I, I really do think, and it's funny just from hearing us talk about it, how differently we, how differently we approach it. Um, I think that's a, a real spark in the game that is something that's not been talked about a lot, or at least I haven't heard talked about. Like the approachability or the ways you can approach enemies is just basically endless. It mm-hmm. seems like because you're very just bow and trip caster. Is that what you said you use? Yeah. Um, and then I use the rope caster a lot, especially on big enemies, just because it's easy to tether them down. Uh, and I use both bows, and that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I said a minor epiphany. Okay. Why are corrupt? Why do corruptors even exist? Someone had to have invented the corruptor, mm. the, because the corruptor is the only machine that doesn't is not an animal, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Maybe the corruptor. But it's some, basically a scorpion. It's a huge scorpion. Is it? I mean, it's kind of just like a. It's like a tanky, machine. tanky scorpion. Uh, you know, but it it's but the, it doesn't look like the other ones. Yeah, and it's net. You know, all the other ones are like you know, lance horn and sawtooth. Saw, yeah, these are all Strider. like. They evoke the type of animal that they're designed after. Yeah. But the corruptor is designed just to corrupt these other machines. So maybe the introduction of the corruptor was some sort of catalyst mm. in the story. Do you think there was maybe like a a tech war of some sort? Or like a tech terrorist that invented oh. the corruptor that then, you know, yeah, went maybe. through. But then again, like why why are why <laughs> are these so machines cool. animals? Is even a question. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that is a question. Like, that that makes me think artificial intelligence reached a point where, like, okay, the be- the most, you know, eff- effective way to coexist with the Earth is for machines to behave like animals. Ah. You See, know? I was thinking maybe... Because each... I would say the only thing, the only uh, animal, quote-unquote, that I've experienced so far that isn't that doesn't directly correlate to an animal is the watcher. It's like a velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's my, it's a dinosaur. It is a dinosaur, yeah. I yeah. guess that's true. Um, but my thinking is, I, where I thought you were going to go with that, is like AI realized that for a certain task, this build, body build is the best. Mm. So like for general like just movement, striders could be the best for... You know, patrolling watchers at the best for attacks and all this sort of yeah. things. Um, I never thought about it being like a sentience point. Yeah. Like re- reaching the, uh, what do they call it? What the, just the singularity? Singularity, thank you. Like I never thought of just machines being the one to create machines. Yeah. I always thought there was going to be a, a, a governing agent behind it. Um, yeah. Well, it, it would make sense because there are no, I don't see any humans running these cauldrons that are still pumping machines yeah that's out. true so i thought of it that way hmm. so but still i have no answers yeah that's just a theory i wonder if it became like a faction type thing and one faction had more machines so the corruptor was built as sort of an anti that, may, that, would make that sense. faction and maybe one of those factions is the one behind the, the wall yeah could be i mean there's a lot that's what i love about this story is that there's a lot of questions to be answered, and there's such it's such a unique environment. I've never really played a, an environment like this mm-hmm. that it could, the answer could be a ton of things, and they could all make sense, which is what lead to an interesting story. Yeah. Um, you know, there could be red herrings and, and stuff like that. I don't know, but I just think my my overall my overall takeaway from the game is just that it's so unique. Yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely going to be a franchise. This is, I mean, they're probably working on the second one already. I'll be interested to see, because, I mean, I'll be a little 
mad if they don't tie up all these story ends in this game. Yeah. But if they're setting it up for a sequel, they could get away with not doing that. From what I've heard from listening to some reviews that aren't spoilery, it seems like most of the questions are answered and then there's one or two things like that are either created or left unanswered. They set you up big that for open something for a else. Yeah. But people, I remember, uh, I think they talked about it in the Kind of Funny review. I know they talked about it in the uh, Giant Bombcast review. Uh, that there are like, there's more tying up for the story than they thought there would be, mm. which is nice to yeah. know that at least some of the questions are going to be answered. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to to really say about Horizon. Do you have any more anecdotes? I'm gonna say, I mean, I can't think of anything. The couple else. others would be from the few things that I've encountered that you haven't, mm. and I don't. There are specific things that you, sh- I shouldn't tell you. Okay, yeah, that's um, fine. So there's one specifically that happens in a mission after you get to Meridian. That just opens up. There's a whole new can of worms. It's like a complete mystery to me at this point. That's just like, oh, why did this just happen? Okay. I want to know. Gotcha. That's totally... Is there anything you could say to people who've played it that haven't got... Because I'll probably get there today or tomorrow. Uh, you're doing a mission um, that you you are on your way to do this mission. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. And something just happens that's completely out of left field, out of no, nowhere. Oh, okay. That leaves you just completely like, what? Why did that just happen? Yeah. And you, and then you're gonna go and okay. you want to figure that out. That's, basically. Yeah, that's, that's enough. Cool. Well, I think that we both highly, highly approve of oh, Horizon. Yeah. I think it's obviously a game of the year contender already. There's mm-hmm. no question about that. I mean, it and Zelda are gonna be compared yeah. a lot because after watching some Zelda this, stuff, this is a hot year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's one of the topics I want to do at some point is. Does 2017 have the best, the potential to be the best year in gaming ever? Yeah. Because um, I think, to get on a little tangent really, I think the best year in gaming for me is 2013. Because mm-hmm. that was Bioshock Infinite, Last of Us Gone Home. Like, yeah. that's a pretty solid in trio. GTA V, Splinter Cell Blacklist. I think uh, Don't Starve on PC. I think yeah. Shovel, no, Shovel Knight was 2014. Yeah. We'll have to. Stanley Parable Man. I'd say this is a good thing. We come back in two weeks or so. Yeah. We find our individual best year ever. Yeah. And we hash it out, and then we discuss. 2017. With Horizon being the kicking the door in on perhaps the yeah. best game and, and Zelda. year ever. Yeah. Even though we haven't played it. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, now you have a, a teaser. Again, we won't be here. There won't be an episode. Uh, maybe you'll post a little Twitter video of us on the beach. Yeah, man. We do, we do like a, a beach stormcast. It's like 10 minutes. Like No, like 60 seconds. Oh, okay. It's like, hey, I beat Horizon. It's great. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's Yeah. But there will be no official uh, post. Uh, all next week, I guess, because this will go up the week before we leave, and then we won't record that weekend. I might do something later on in the week, but there will be no Dormcast uh, the week of the 14th, whatever Mm -hmm. week that is. I think it starts like the 12th, that Monday. Anyway, uh, Jay, thank you, as always, for joining me. We both love Horizon. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to get back to it. That's That's all I can really think about right now, so that's the best compliment I can give that game. Uh, what is your best story from Horizon? Let us know in the comments. And as always, uh, take care of the dorm while we're gone.